<laughs> and that is the sound of a nasally yeah. stuffed up John. And yes, those are gonna, that's going to make the podcast. That's going to be the intro this week. It's me <laughs> sniffing my nose. Uh, <clears throat> as you can tell, we are live at 6.05 once again. And I might sound a little bit off this week, but that's because I'm just coming off of a pretty nasty cold. And to my left, as always, I usually call her the award winner, but... Since her last appearance, she is now the multiple award winner, <laughs> Val Gomez. And sick, since John was sick last week, he's now gotten me sick it's this a vicious, week. It's a vicious cycle. As my sickness ends, I'm on the tail end of this thing. I should be better, better in the next couple of days. You were just telling me yesterday, you're like, oh no, now I have a sore throat. <laughs> yeah. So I apologize for giving you my uh, cold this week. That's okay. It's only the two busiest weeks of our lives. <laughs> exactly. But before we get into things, and this is going to be a really fun podcast, so I kind of want to get right into the, the heart of this thing. What is this podcast about? Well, this podcast is actually what we did, is I told Val, like, I want to do this podcast where we both ask each other questions, but let's do it randomly. So I said, you write down 10 random questions, I'll write down 10 random questions, we'll put them into a hat. We'll pick them out of the hat, and then whatever the question is, we'll ask each other. We'll both have to answer them. Uh oh. So just, I sorry. No, I was just gonna say I didn't. I didn't make them like uh, I didn't. There's no criteria. I didn't say they had to be funny. They didn't have to be personal. They could be. They can range from what kind of animal did you want as a kid to mm-hmm. what would be your pro wrestler name, <laughs> right? Is that one of your questions? No, it isn't. Because I'm like totally thinking about I know this that, now. <laughs> what would be your pro wrestler name? Oh, God. I don't even know. It'll come know. to me later. Yeah, this is tough. I think I would be Slammin' Salami. Ew. That's like <laughs> a porn name. <laughs> well, Devils has a porn name, too, if you're Ew. a failed wrestler, you know? Okay. After coming off our family dinner yesterday. Oh, yeah. No no porn I'm talk. I'm going to talk about no swearing. No swearing. No dirty talk. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Not I that ever we ever that. had dirty talk. No, but I'm going to try and keep the swearing to a minimum. Well, it was very exciting. We had a brand new listener to the podcast who kept ranting and raving about how much she loved it, which would be my mom, Mom's Malin. <laughs> Our biggest fear. Mothers are listening to this. And out of the, there's now been 15 or six, no, there's been 18 podcasts I've done so far. Mm-hmm. She chooses the three most personal ones, relationships one, two, and three. <laughs> yeah. And I, I don't care. I'll say whatever I say on the podcast. Clearly, I don't mind. It's going to go out to the world. Right. But there's some things you don't want your mom to hear, like having your face licked by a cat lady or (laughs) hooking up with a moo-moo chick or things of that nature. At least it all worked out in the end. But she said she really liked it and she said she loved uh, our dynamic-ness. I don't even know. That's not even the proper word. just dynamic. She just thought we were very dynamic and fun and Mm -hmm. funny and she's like, oh, that Val, she's so wonderful and so lovely. I just love her (laughs) to death. Little does she know you're paying me to do these. (laughs) No. (laughs) You'll get the bill at the end or I'll get the bill at the end of the month for this. But before we get into that, I just want to give out some of my contact info so you guys can get a hold of me several different ways. You already know this, but let me just, for any new listeners out there, you can... In Africa. Well, I was going to say, I got to give a shout out to two places. Africa has been going crazy. <laughs> the whole continent <laughs> the of whole Africa. Continent of Africa. And, and specifically... Mali. Mali. Shout out to Mali, who went crazy for my diary of a madman who walks down the street podcast episode there was multiple downloads i didn't think i was recording at this oh. for a second we are recording there's multiple downloads of mali last week for that there's been just all over africa uh so shout out to anyone in africa who's listening mm-hmm. uh, feel free to write in let me know who you are 
how you found out about the podcast. You guys are great. And my hometown people. We got to kick it in Nairobi. Nairobi. I, I want to hear everybody in Goa. What up, Goa? <laughs> Everyone in uh, wherever you're at. I don't discriminate. I've had people in Afghanistan, Mother Russia. Winnipeg. Uh, Winnip- well, that's the other place I want to talk about. Winnipeg recently went ham. For the live <laughs> at, they went hard as a motherfucker for the Live at 605 podcast. They just went on a downloading spree. I think that one day there was like 30 or 40, and like in one week there was over 100 downloads just from Winnipeg. That's so cool. And they've actually been supporting me for a while, but just this past week, week and a half actually, they once again went crazy and just downloaded multiple po- podcast episodes. So mm-hmm. whoever's out there in Winnipeg, once again, I've told a story about my long-lost friend Andy Sinclair. If you somehow are in Winnipeg, that's where he moved to back in grade six. (laughs) If you're out there and you're the one downloading these podcasts, let me know how you're doing. Aww. But if you want to get a hold of me, there are several different ways you can do it. You can like me on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash live at 605. You'll find lots of funny pictures or comments. Anything we talk about on the podcast, I'll post on that page. Of course, you can follow me on Twitter. I'll follow you back. You can just search me at Malencamp. M-A-L-L-O-N-C-A-M-P. And you can write me emails at live at 605 at gmail.com. And if you're one of the few people, actually there's more than a few people who don't actually have iTunes and you want to listen to the podcast, you can download, play, stream, subscribe on my Podomatic site. So just go to live at 605.podomatic.com. That's P-O-D-O-M-A-T-I-C.com. You can find the podcast stuff there. So hit me up there. You can befriend me on Podomatic. I'll friend you back. It's a good social circle that we're developing here, right? Right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I didn't know you needed confirmation on that. <laughs> ah, you always need confirmation when you're talking about friends. You should almost just say, go to Facebook and then see all my other ways of contacting me there. This is true. Go to Facebook and you'll see. If you'll. I have my info section where you can just <laughs> click everywhere. So just go to Facebook.com slash live at 605 and I'll... Uh, you can holler at your boy there. <laughs> and as always, after I give out the contact info, we're always sponsored. This week we have a very controversial sponsor of the week. Okay. This one really – and we're coming off the Pet Peeves episode. Uh-oh. Which which one of the peeves made the sponsorship? It was funny. Like We got – Miranda and I, we did the – You're one of your really good friends, mm-hmm. one of your oldest friends, Miranda. She and I did the Pet Peeves episode where we just talked about everything that pissed us off. <laughs> and a lot of people seemed to like it. I think it was pretty fun. Well, you, guys, you had like what? Like 70 downloads the first like the day? The first, first day. Yeah, it went crazy. So – and this is a sponsor. It actually works out because this is one of my pet peeves. I actually didn't meet, get to mention it as a pet peeve. Yeah. Should we Skype Miranda in? We should. <laughs> She will definitely have her back on the podcast because she was hilarious and we could use some more Val stories. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> but this week's episode of Live at 605 is sponsored by people who tell you, and I'm doing air quotes, that's not good for you. Oh, God. So, so I'm talking like health nuts. Mm-hmm. My example is, so people who tell you no matter what, that's not good for you. Mm-hmm. So you could be at work and I'm having like having lunch and I'm having, uh, let's just say, a Dr. Pepper to drink. Yeah. Like that's not good for you. It's full of sugar. Oh, that's true though. Well, that's true. But then yeah. I go back the next day yeah. and I have an orange juice and they're like, well, no, that's not good for you because there's also a lot of sugar in orange juice. So you're not getting any healthier with that. So is it like, like Sunny D orange juice? Though? Maybe it is. <laughs> But then you go back the third day and okay. you're drinking bottled water, which is you think water's good for you. Yeah. And they say that's not good for you. The plastic the plastic's made out of aspartame or whatever it is, you know. <laughs> it's not good for you. You'll you'll get <laughs> throat cancer or something. You should be drinking it out of glass. 
Yeah, but that's why I'm just – maybe you're <laughs> one of these people. Maybe I am. <laughs> but you, you – I'm sure you know people who just no matter what you have, it's just like, okay, I'm having a roast beef sub. And mm. I, they're like, that's not good for you. You got to get the cold cut or whatever. <laughs> it's just no matter what you do, the people are just like, that's not good for you. They're just like the crazy health nuts. I feel like those people are just jealous. For instance, yesterday at our family dinner – Yeah. And through an email, my sister-in-law, love her to death, but she's a little bit of a health nut, yeah. was like, Val, when you turn 30, you'll never be able to drink jello shots anymore. <laughs> and uh, she's like, and in brackets in the email, she's like, I'm just kidding, I'm jealous. But then at dinner, like fast forward four hours later, yeah. she went on a whole spree about how when you and I both turn 30, <laughs> we can't do this anymore and it's not good for you. And I was like, I'm hollow. It's jello. Yes, it's all sugar and skeleton bones. Yeah. But I was like, you're just jealous because you want to have some shots with us. Yeah, we should we should we should get Beth and Carl down here for uh, jello if they're listening, come on down for jello shots. And hello, I've improved the process by having them in a strawberry. So there is your fruit intake. As I was well. gonna yeah, I was gonna say you graduated from just jello shots in like a little stolen mm-hmm. McDonald's uh, ketchup cup. Totally. To now in uh, fancy strawberries with, you know, limes in them and sugar all across it. For sure. And I feel like I remember we showed pictures to your mom and dad and they're like, We want the recipe. See? So if it's good enough for mom and pops Gomez, it's good enough for us. Definitely. Okay, so I think that's a good place to wrap it up here. This week's episode, once again, thank you very much. It's sponsored by people who say, that's not good for you. So we're going to call this 10 Questions to Val and John. <laughs> 10 Questions to Val and John. Ba, 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 so right here I have with me. Well, I, I'm going to paint a picture for people just so they know what I, – I feel like I look ridiculous right now. Yes, you do. Because I'm very sick and my hair is all kind of like fuzzy. Muff, buzz, fuzzy, muzzy, buzzy, Buzz-a-bear. I don't know. <laughs> uh, and I just I, – because I'm, I'm holding this hipster fedora hat with all the questions in it. Mm-hmm. So if anyone wants to know what I'm wearing at this exact moment, I'm barefoot with Nike shorts that I had when I was 13 years old. <laughs> and I have a blue and orange uh, – Wife beater. Wife beater. <laughs> Ultimate hipster. That I, I would never wear this in public, but only for my uh, dear Val. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but anyway, so like I said, we have about – we actually have 21 questions in here. I think we'll only maybe get to 10 this round. Mm-hmm. And would you like to do the honors of pulling out the first question? Yes, please. So close your eyes. And make sure you only got one. Do I? I think you do. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, would you like to read it? Ooh. This is one of yours. Okay. <laughs> When was the last time you cried in public? Oh, God. <laughs> so we're, we're starting with a hard-hitting one. Go. Okay, I, I'm pretty sure the last time I cried in public, mm-hmm. uh, I actually remember, was a long, long time ago. Yeah. I was probably, I was in grade seven, which yeah. makes it very embarrassing. Yeah. So grade seven, I was what, maybe 14 years old? Okay. Grade seven or grade eight. Okay. And I was, let's just say 14 years old, and I was in science class. So I was actually in Whoa. school when this happened, so this is super embarrassing. Yeah. I was in science class, and we sat at a table that had probably about eight people. Mm-hmm. So it was like a long uh, rectangle desk, so two people on each side, then one people on the end, like a dinner table. Right. And I was on the end, and since it was science, I didn't care. I wasn't paying attention. Yeah. So I was rocking back on my chair. Okay. Rocking back and forth, having the, a great time. And then all of a sudden, I rocked back too much, and I lost control, and my chair fell forward. No! And I smashed my head on the desk table. And I'm instantly gushing blood. Dude. You can see the scar. Maybe I'll take a picture. The scar. the scar right above yeah. my left eye. Smashed my head against the table. Big scar. Blood all over my face. All over my, my 
clothes. Yeah. And my first instinct was to burst into tears. Obviously. Which at the time when you're just coming into your own and you're starting to like, well, you like girls and you're hoping yeah. they like you back. You're just a bloody crying Aww. mess. And you get the pity vote. I did. Well, the one cool thing was I was this was like the one year I was a band geek and I was in band because I played the trombone <laughs> and we had like a big nerd. We had like a big band gala. I don't know, a big band night. Okay. And I was so sad because I smashed my head. I had to go to the doctor. I didn't get stitches. They put like a big band aid on me. Mm-hmm. But I was like, I don't want to miss my big band night. Performance, yeah. So I came back that night, all cleaned up. Big bandage on my head, maybe a bit of a black eye, and I played the shit out of the trombone that night. Really? And I th- I'm pretty sure that was the last time I cried in public. I've cried by myself since then. See, what I've gathered from this whole story yes. is while I am concerned... Glory hog? <laughs> no, 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 no. What? While I am, you know, concerned about your well-being and your yeah. health and everything, you play the trombone? I played it for two years, and I remember... Usually trombone in band practice, you're at the very back. Yeah. It's, it's louder, It's you need more room, whatever. Yeah. And it was me and my friend Dave. Yeah. Uh, he was a redheaded ginger. Uh, oddly enough, Most I was friends with him. Art Most Yes, they are. <laughs> and I remember we would goof off, and they moved us from the back to the front. But I would do stuff like the trombone was fun, but it sucked because I'd have to ride my bike to school some of the time. Yeah. So picture a scrawny, 60-pound, 14-year-old John Mallon with a big trombone strapped to the back of his bike. <laughs> yeah. Right Why down the street to Why didn't you pick up something like a flute? Because I couldn't play the fl- like you in grade six going into grade seven. Yeah. They test you to see what you're most like musically apt to play. Yeah. My sister, she got the trumpet. Mm-hmm. I wanted the trumpet, but it was like too uh, ambitious for me. Or like they're just like, no, no, you're more of a trombone that only does like. How the hell did they decide this? I don't know. There was a test you do. If if my sister, if Jen, you're listening, I'm sure you are. Write me in if you remember taking a test in grade six to know what instrument you would play in grade seven. This is what they did in Canada. That is horrible. So they told me like, oh, you're suited for like trombone or like the triangle or some shit like that. So all I know is I remember I, I could only play hot crust buns. I think it was like A, C, D was like the notes. Yeah. And I played it for two years and I quit that shit. I'm only saying this because Brandon actually bought my dad a trombone, a trombone <laughs> for his birthday or for Christmas. When? Recently? Oh, God, no. This Uh-oh. is like a while ago, but it's still <laughs> sitting in our basement, I think. Let's bust it out. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. We can play a jazz-up version of Hot Cross Buns. Let's, let's get the Gomez clan together. Okay, so that's my experience. Do you remember the last time you cried in public? <laughs> well, mine wasn't as long ago. Oh, okay. Some might say I cry a little bit more free-willingly. Ah, uh, you're a very passionate person. Uh, you yeah. don't have to go too into detail. No, either. no, no. Uh, the last time I cried in public uh, was probably in December? Unless oh. you can tell me. No. Oh, I think I remember December 2012. Yeah. Was this? Oh, you don't have to go into to much of. It. I know what it was. Okay. It was just it was a really busy time. It was I think, a really right? busy time of year. Always the stress of like Christmas and then birthdays and this and that. There's a lot going on. Yeah. In, uh, school. I was finishing classes. Oh yeah. Um. There's just like a lot of stuff going yeah. on, and I had a lot of projects to do for school. Wasn't so. this the one where you you did your own business plan of like a bakery? That you didn't want to do, and then no one in your group helped out, and you basically, from scratch, started your own bakery. Pretty much. With <laughs> fake loans, and I think we talked about this on the yeah, pod, we had and, to get the fake loan. And so, um, whatchamacallit, it was just really, 
intense and I ended up um, bursting into tears on my friend Matt, Yeah, right? <laughs> which, which is fun because um, I think all my closest friends at work have now been privy to one Val freak out um, per quarter or fiscal year. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that, that would have been mine. It would just like burst into like, whoa. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Should we go on to question two? Yeah. Go to town. Here, you hold the hat. Dun, I will dun, dun. close my eyes. Let's see if I can get a good one here. So one of mine again? Uh, no, this is one of your questions. Would you rather live in a house without air conditioning slash heat for the year, uh, only one fan for the entire apartment, or go the entire summer ooh, <laughs> without dish soap and a proper dish, dish scrubber? And we have three parties? Yeah. Okay, so I have to decide whether or not I live in an apartment without air conditioning or heat. Yeah. Or And that's forever? or Just, just like, the year. Okay, go for a year. And you only have one fan for the entire apartment. So or, you can move it around. Okay. Or go an entire summer without dish soap and proper dish scrubber. And if you guys don't know, John is the most neurotic dishwasher person because we don't have a dishwasher. Yeah. And you cannot leave one mug in the sink without him running, like darting to the kitchen to wash it. And you actually get excited to buy dish cleaning liquid I was and so, new scrubbers. I so excited. Like I love to buy new dish soap to see like the smells. Yeah. As I said that really weirdly. <laughs> okay, this is really tough. Actually, I did the dishes about five minutes before we did this I podcast. I know you did. Okay, so what I'm going to do, because I've kind of, I feel like I've lived one of these. Go. I would definitely live the year without having air conditioning. Because when you, before we moved in together, yeah. you lived in an apartment that didn't have air conditioning. No. And yes, during the summer it sucks. It gets really hot. I feel like I could just sleep on top of the bed with a, the fan blowing in my face. Yeah. And then during the winter time, if it's really cold, well, you could just bundle up with blankets, this and that. Okay. I wouldn't be able to eat the food knowing that I haven't properly cleaned the dishes. But or you got to remember, though, we're cooking in the apartment and everything. This is not just like we go back and sleep at your house, right? Yeah, but I feel like I would just cook in my, my uh, underwear or something. <laughs> I just – I couldn't – drink a glass or eat food knowing that if you can still scrub it you just don't get the proper scrubbing material well, that's the thing especially if we had parties where we have like tequila or, or lots of food or just lots of people using our stuff mm-hmm. i'd rather be sw- dripping sweaty balls or, no, that's really weird <laughs> uh, and but eating from clean plates and drinking from clean glasses oh, for sure i totally agree with you then uh Eating from a glass or drinking from a glass being like, oh, Christ, did some like weird person come over here and drink from this? Like, I'm really weird about that kind of stuff. Oh, backwash? Yeah. Yeah, so definitely I will live without the heat or the AC. And use? Oh, I'm I'm the same way. I would be disgusted. Even after a party, I'm the one cleaning usually while you're hungover for three hours in the morning. (laughs) So. Okay, that was easy. You're up next, Missy. All right. (laughs) <laughs> is this one of my questions? Yeah. This is kind of cool. We're going like question for question, tip for tap. Blank changed my life. Ooh. Okay, so I'm not going to be cheesy and be like John changed my yeah, life. Yeah, no, no. Um I was actually thinking of like writing the same kind of question for you, but I didn't. Okay. Um you I know think, me too well. You knew I would write it. Yeah. Uh I think the most pivotal moment that changed my life was actually going to England and moving and living there just because um growing up while like my family's great and my parents are great it was just I think I grew up when they let me go and like it was really awesome Carl and Beth were 
very much in my corner and very proactive. And even yesterday I heard more stories yeah. from Beth about how like my dad came over and was like, Oh my God. She was really, she's like, she, no, your, your daughter has yeah. to do this. It'll be really great for her. She needs to discover who she is. Like yeah. she was really, really supportive of you, which was mm-hmm. awesome. And I think also just like the industry that we work in, it was really cool to see how a European slant on the entertainment industry and how people there do broadcasting and how much more liberal it is and how much more hands-on their education system is versus a North American one. Yeah. So that changed my life. Cool. Before I tell you <clears throat> what changed my life, mm-hmm. your your question I pulled out, you put the number, like number one question, number two oh, question. Oh, yeah. So I pulled out the one that you just did for me, or I just did, was question 10. Oh, okay. Was that the one you just thought of right yeah. now? Okay, cool. Because <laughs> Val was saying before we started the podcast, she was stuck. She had nine questions. Mm-hmm. I was like, let's do 10 questions each. Mm-hmm. And so you're like, oh, I got to think of a 10th one. So that was the one you just thought of. Yeah. Cool. It's funny. The thing that changed my life is probably, it's pretty much the same thing that changed yours, which mm-hmm. would be... And we talked about, I talked about this on the podcast with you and Ashley was when I moved to Toronto for school, mm-hmm. for the exact same reasons was I finally, I moved out on my own. I got into something that like growing up throughout high school, there wasn't a lot that interested me course wise. Like I talked about not liking math or science or history, but I loved making films and editing mm-hmm. and being creative. So when I finally got to move to Toronto and that's all I did 24 seven was going to school. Yeah making videos and doing comedy and whatever it was. Yeah. And then being around a bunch of people who that's what they wanted to do, wanted to do too. Mm-hmm. That changed my life. And also I'd have to say definitely uh, when I got hired on at City TV as an intern. Yeah. Because that happened six years ago. And thanks to all the great people that hired me and worked with me and taught me and, and was just there for me. Mm-hmm. I now, that's my career. I've, gotten into my career job because of that. So I'd say definitely moving to Toronto and then doing the internship at City have, have helped me get to where I am now. And those are really cool because we were both like pretty – like you were super young. You were like 19. Uh, 19, yeah. And then like I moved when I was just turning – I had just turned 21. You were moving to a completely different yeah. side of the world. So that was like crazy and it was awesome because it's like who doesn't want to experience Europe at 21 oh yeah and then like Miranda actually came and met yeah. me there we'll have to have her back and yeah. you guys will have to talk about that experience so that was great because she came with her suitcase and a big jar of cheese whiz for me gross <laughs> it was amazing <laughs> so uh, that was like you can't ask for like better experiences so yeah. yeah and I'm sure if I thought long and hard there's other probably like little things that kind of you know change yeah. your life like maybe the first time I picked up a video camera and mm-hmm. I just goofed around at age 10. I'm like, wow, this is yeah. cool. Like little things like that. But yeah. I think those are definitely the two big ones. Your turn. Ooh, okay. Closing my eyes. I, it's like I closed my <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Let's see if I'm going to get a question from you again or from me. Oh, boy. What? This one I'm excited for. This is one of my questions. Oh, God. <laughs> and I feel like this is going to start some controversy. Because we've talked about... never say controversy, right? I know. Well, it's because I'm stuffed at controversy. <laughs> yeah. It's going to stir up some uh, emotions. I don't know why I can't say anything right tonight. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Now, you get, when, I tell you, when I tell you my answer, you have to let me say it fully. Are you going to be a glory hog and give your answer no, first? No, you're going to give your answer first. Okay. But when you hear what I ask you, you're going to just gonna roll your eyes. Okay. Because you're going to know what I'm going to say. But just listen to me so I can get it out to the podcast world. Okay. Ready? Go. Did man walk on the moon? No. <laughs> <laughs> I knew this would be a good uh, conversation for yes. the podcast. Yes, man walked on the moon. And despite all the conspiracy theorists of, you know, there's what, um, 
in the picture, the famous picture, the flag isn't waving in it or whatever because there's there should be like zero gravity or some shit. Yeah, the flag's waving, but it shouldn't be because it it's zero be. gravity. And then there's like in some, there's like you can't see any stars in the you, background. Isn't there one where you see so you either you see, see the some, shadow or you don't, don't see the see shadow? A shadow. It's some, yeah. Um, like I'm so over it. Like clearly, if we're sending rovers and Hubble spacecrafts and like, um, how many people actually? you know, have tried to go to the moon and, you know, die like the shuttle exploded. I yeah. just think it's almost like exploitive at this point, thinking that these people haven't done like huge adventure. And you're smiling and smirking. Yeah. And I'm going to let you have this one. No, no, but keep, I, keep, I'm, I, you give, you talk as much as you want, then I'll come in. After. I feel like man did land on the moon. Okay. Right. And it is proven, but there are always going to be shits out there yeah. that are going to denote things didn't happen, aka the Holocaust, aka mass genocide, apartheid. I just think. Some people just need some shit to talk about sometimes. Okay. Now, I'm going to give my explanation, mm -hmm. and I'm just going to start from the start right now. Yeah. This is what I think. This is what you think, this, or is what no, I No, this is what I think. Okay. And then, I'll, and then I'll talk for a second. I 100%, 110% believe mm -hmm. that man did walk on the moon. I on a soundstage. <laughs> no, I 100% <laughs> believe man walked on the moon. Yeah. But. Yeah. You have to – let me think of how, how long I wore this. But you, we, I 100, myself, I 100% believe they did walk on the moon, but I can't for 100% certainty, certainty say that they did walk on the moon because – What? Like there is at least a 1% chance that maybe man never did walk on the moon because unless I myself physically walked on the moon, how can I say for sure that in the 1960-whatever, they landed on the moon? What? So I'm saying – I 100%. So wait, because you haven't been to like the pyramids in Cairo? Well, no, that's 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 that different, different because there's people there's people who live there in okay. the live at the pyramid. Like there's people right now in Egypt who I people go on tourist walks around the pyramids. Okay. Uh, there's millions of people who have been to the pyramids. There's been what? What have, do you 12 people in, like, been to the moon? Things like like dinosaur fossils and stuff like that. Yeah, but those are physically, you can see the dinosaur head. Like there's, in the museum, I've seen physically with my own eyes, so I can say 100%. People 100 brought back fragments of rock from the moon. But that's a, okay. How's no, no I, I'm saying that, that's good. That's a good point. That's why man had walking. <laughs> I'm just saying you have to. Just say that Adam Carolla once said. No, Joe Rogan Joe said. Joe Rogan said he no, didn't but believe I'm, in Even it. if I didn't listen to Joe, no, Joe Rogan believes man walking on the moon. He's just saying he can understand why people think that they haven't walked on the moon, mm -hmm. which is what I'm saying is when people say, when people are saying like, oh, I don't believe man's walking on the moon, mm -hmm. I can see why they say that because there is all this weird stuff like we were talking about. And it's because like the moon is one of those things. It's just millions of people haven't been there. It's just, there's been a few select people and it could, I can see how. But they did bring like regular people right up into space. Neil Armstrong. No, he was like an actual astronaut. Yeah. But for like, I can't remember if it was like but Colombian. Hasn't like there hasn't been anyone back to the moon in like thirty years or something like that. But there's nothing there for us, right? It's just you're look, you're smirking. No, again. I'm, I'm just saying because I, I, you see how I say I believe man's walking on the moon, but I can see how With people the most acidine logic. No. Find it. <laughs> it's of course no, for the same reason why you said they brought back brought back rock. There's pictures. There's video. There's mm -hmm. audio. Of course, man's walking on the moon. But you have to believe, like, I, I understand why people will say, I don't 100% believe they've walked on the moon. So my final point is, 100% believe they've walked on the moon, but I can't 100% say with certainty that they've walked on the moon. That makes no sense. Next! <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, so I'm hoping that you're up next. Hopefully you pick out a nice, lighthearted, fun question. I hope you pull out a question like, <laughs> I don't even know what would be another conspiracy theory. <laughs> That's the only conspiracy theory oh, question. Oh, wasn't it like for 9-11? Was it like... Oh, well, that that's I, that's a tough... I could talk about that all day. Mm. Clearly, a plane flew into the building, but whether or not... All the Jewish people stayed home that well, day? I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not talking about that conspiracy. Oh, which conspiracy? I'm just saying that their bombs went off in the building before the plane hit. Like it was, Oh, I didn't even know about that conspiracy. Yeah, there, there's a theory. There's people... If the plane hit, say, f- uh, floor 150 mm-hmm. up, there's people who uh, got blown... Felt the explosion from below... Mm-hmm. Uh, so if the plane hit up high, people below where the plane hit felt an explosion that pushed them up, saying like there was oh, what? And that like and before the plane came. Yeah. Actually, I just did a, a promo for uh, Jesse Ventura's conspiracy theories. Yeah. And he does an episode all about nine eleven, and that's yeah. we'll talk about. We'll, that's a whole other topic for another podcast. Okay, but my conspiracy theory about nine eleven was yeah. a documentary I had to cut. Yeah. For EQHD, and it was saying that way back in the day, like. 12 Orthodox Jewish individuals got around a table and were like praising different scriptures and telling them how to live their life. Yeah. And then on 9-11, that literally ended up um, diffusing this information from the scriptures that told all these Jewish individuals to stay home that day. So if you actually go look back at the people who passed away in that tragic event, none of them were quote-unquote Jewish individuals. Yeah, but that's one of those like stupid, silly theories. Yeah. It's like when people say, like you said, the Holocaust doesn't exist. That's just a crazy, radical, white supremacist or whatever. Yeah. Uh, Wait, am I supposed to pick out of the hat now? Yeah, let's get off (laughs) of conspiracy theories for a second. Look what you started. That's another podcast we'll do. Okay. Is this one of yours or one of mine? Yeah, one of mine. Okay. In my biopic, oh wait, you should answer for me, and I should answer for you for this one. Okay. Actually. Okay. So in my Val Gomez biopic, yeah, who would you want to play me and why? Okay, so in the John Mallon biopic, who would play me and why? So you go first because you picked the question out. I feel like for you, in real life now, because I'm obsessed with the dude who plays Superman, right? <laughs> Henry Cavill. Looks, I look nothing alike. You look nothing face wise, like body type. Well, He's playing you, right? Um, he's a hot piece of trotness. I don't even know. I, say, I got all nervous to say ass, just in case your mother's listening again. You can say hot piece of ass. Hot piece of ass. Um, Superman ass. If Jen's listening, holla. holla. Um, him or I guess Ryan Reynolds, and he would dye his hair blonde. Okay. You. Watch. <laughs> or Edward Norton. Ooh, why Edward Norton? I just think he's one. He's just like a great actor kind of thing. Like as much as Ryan Reynolds is trying to progress, I feel like Edward Norton would do a far better job at you know getting into the depth of John Mallon. Okay. So you're worried that I'm going to say some token. Yeah, the chick from Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. Or Halle Berry. Fuck! I was thinking Halle Berry. <laughs> How did you know? Duh. Okay. Well, this one. This one's tough. Um, okay. Initially, I was thinking, for whatever reason, Halle Berry and Slumdog came into my head, but I wasn't going to say that. <laughs> Even though the chick from Slumdog is a really great actress, yeah, I liked her a lot in Mission Impossible. I think she was in. Uh, no, you're thinking Soldana. So who that? Uh, I actually think she's really pretty. Uh, okay. Oh yeah, the the game show host was in Mission yeah. Impossible. Okay, but this one might sound a little weird, but I think Allison Brie would do a really good job <laughs> as you. Okay. Even though she's white. 
No, that's fair. That's fair. Like, I, I, I don't see colors anymore, you know? <laughs> White, green, purple, yellow, orange. <laughs> yeah. We're all the same yeah. living organisms. I just think she does a really good job. She's just a really great actress. She can do – because I think there's so much to you. Mm-hmm. You're really outgoing. You're really sweet. You're really mm-hmm. funny. You can be really – serious like you're just all these different spectrums mm-hmm. and she's done a great job of being uh trudy on Mad Men, yeah. who's a more serious yeah. she can be very dramatic so if there's like a dramatic storyline in your life mm-hmm. but also when she plays annie she can play like the really uh like wholesome yeah. silly funny sweet For just sure. charming so i feel like I she like can that. do both of that okay, okay but if we're going looks wise and chick from slumdog <laughs> yeah. who's a very beautiful woman or oh, all right shit no hannah simone oh christ okay <laughs> Is that good? Yeah. <laughs> I hope I get to see you in an elevator then. <laughs> Ooh, you can touch. Oh, yeah. We See, if you were Hannah Simone, we could like cross-promote our Ooh. our storyline and make extra money like they used to do on like uh, TGIF when like Urkel would be on Full House or something. Oh, yeah. I like that episode. <laughs> Me too. What do we got? Ooh, this is one of mine. <laughs> okay. This is the question that actually inspired this podcast. Okay. Because you asked me this question when we were at a baseball game a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay. So the question is, if you were to play professional baseball, what would be your walkout music when you walk from the dugout up to bat? Oh. And you asked me this question. You've asked me a few times. I think I've asked you this a few times. And I said I knew my answer, but now I forget my answer. Your answer, uh, uh, not Chili Peppers. No. It was, uh, oh, uh, Foo. Yeah, Foo Fighters, the best of me. Best of me, yeah. Mm-hmm. And why? Why do? What do you like? To oh, I just on? okay. One, I love Dave Grohl, and I think he's a great, really talented musician. But that song just has like the most kick-ass energy ever. Yeah. And I love the raw, um, opening lick with just the electric guitar going. It's yeah. amazing. So cool. yeah. Yeah. When you asked me. The first few times you asked me, for whatever reason, I could never think of it. Like, us yeah. being such musical people, yeah. you would think there'd be, I'd be like, oh, I know for sure this is going to be the song I could choose. But mm-hmm. I, like at first, I was like, uh, I don't know, Leonard Skinner's Freebird? Or, <laughs> I'm like, no, I wouldn't use Freebird. Yeah. And then I fu- it finally came to me. I was like, oh, I know what song I would use. I would use Black Shuck <laughs> by The Darkness. Okay. But I'd want them to cue it up, not from the start. Yeah. So Black Shuck's such a ridiculous song. It's like such a high-energy, yeah. fun like, I just feel like anytime I hear that song, it pumps me up in yeah. real life. So it would pump me up to hit a home run. So you wanted to everybody in the crowd to go, Black Shark, Black Shark. But the part that I would have them queued up is towards the end when uh, Justin Hawkins goes, Black Shark, that dog don't give a fuck. Black Shark, Black It's like when he goes completely crazy. And I would slow my walk down so they'd have to play it out. And I would hope they would play the uncensored and just be like, That dog don't give a fuck. Black Shark, Black only you and Danimal are enjoying that. That dog don't give a fuck. You now know your mother listens to this podcast. Well, oh, the worst was I'm okay because I've played my my mom my ma. hip, I played ma. <laughs> yeah. ma I've played my mom my hip hop karaoke uh, videos in okay. which I say far worse vulgar. She's heard my Snoop Dogg "Ain't No Fun at the Homies Can't Have None" video Ugh. when I say p words and. Uh, all the Talking other about words. juggling balls and mouths and stuff like that. So to say the F word ain't, ain't <laughs> no thing but chicken wang. Actually, that brings us into our first game uh-uh. we're going to play now that we're rapping lyrics. Okay. So I think the highlights for our podcast are always a lot of fun because we're always just honest and we can talk about whatever. We, we never have to hold anything back when we talk. Yeah. 
I find the, f- the funniest parts for us is when we play games. Okay. And especially games when they're like hip-hop oriented. Okay. <laughs> so I've done game ga- hip-hop games with you where I, had, where I say a rapper's nickname and we've had to guess who the rapper is. We got into a big debate about whether or not Capadonna was in Wu-Tang. And he is. And he is. You were correct. <laughs> we've played uh, a bunch of different ones, whatever it is. So this week, I want to play with you. It's called... Who rapped that? Yo, who rapped that? But where are my dogs at? Yo, who rapped that? But where are my dogs at? Now let's rap that. Okay. So who rapped that is I'm going to say some rap lyrics, and you have to guess who said it. But you're going to give me options. I'll give you options. I'm going to start with a couple easy ones. You'll be able to get these ones no problem. Oh, God. So you ready? Yeah. First one, I I didn't even write this down. This is going to be off the top of my head. First one is... Uh, so I ball so hard, motherfuckers won't find me. But first, you gotta find me. What's fifty grand to a motherfucker like me? Can you please remind me? Ball so hard, this shit where we ain't even yeah. supposed to be here. That shit, cray. That shit, cray. You know <laughs> this song, Kanye and Jay Z. Yes, that's the uh, the right song. But who's which one of them says that line? So I ball so hard, motherfuckers won't find me. Is that J Kanye? <laughs> Jigaman. It's the opening line. Who says that part? Who says the very first line? Ball so hard, motherfuckers want to find me. Jay-Z? Bing. Yeah. I said that. I was going Jay. I know, but then you, I, you got to, I got to wait till you say your final answer. <laughs> oh, okay. You can't say Jay, because c- <laughs> So yeah, Jay-Z, that's the opening line to, no, and oddly enough, the last song I did at Hip Hop Karaoke was, and Words, and words in, in Paris. Paris. See how easy it is? Only this one. And this one you should be able to get to. I'm not going to give you the option for this. Okay. okay? You ready? Yo, 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 bitches said I'm hot, and I told you I agree. She gon' really think I'm hot if I tell them my degrees, right? Who said it? The question is, we rap it all the time, but do you know who says it? See, in my head, I always think you say it. I'll give you a clue. I want We're going to be seeing this person live in class. ASAP. ASAP Rocky from his breakout song, Peso, which is a very good, awesome song. Uh, okay, see how easy these are? I like that. Should we do one more easy one? Yeah. Okay, I didn't write this one down, but um, I didn't write this one down, but I should know it off the top of my head. Okay. I'm on a 24-hour champagne diet. Spilling while I'm sipping. I encourage you to try it. I'm probably just saying that because I don't have to buy it. That club owner. Supply it. Boy, I'm on that fly. Shit. I am. What everybody in my past don't want me to be. That's right. I made it. I'm the motherfucking man. I'm on my E-I, ah, ah, I'm on my business shit, movie flow, I'm records, I'm Captain the Hook, and my new shit is... Rufio. Who said it? I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> so for those people out there who think we're just crazy because we're rapping to each other, yeah. there's like four or five songs I always rap and you kind of rap them with me. Yeah. But I guess you just think I make these ones up. Sometimes. I like it. Who brings back Rufio? <laughs> I know. Right. I'll give From you a clue. Peter He's... Pan fame. Or he's hook fame. Hook fame. Yeah. He's part of YMCMB. Young Money Cash, cash money. money. Yeah. Okay. So who's part of Young Money Cash Money? Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, but not Lil Wayne. He's Jewish and he's half black. Half black, half Jewish. <laughs> There's only one half black, half Jewish rapper. Is there Big Pun? <laughs> no. <laughs> he's dead. He's not a part of Young Money. Who Who's good friends with Lil Wayne? Who's Drake? Drake, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> of course, Drake. I don't know these things. Oddly enough, I just saw on Complex, he's selling his apartment up in uh, Yorkville. 
His condo oh. for like $4 million. Is that the condo Ferris formerly lived in? No, but it's close to it. Ooh. <laughs> hey, where does Big Pun come from you? I don't, I, I don't know. First of all, I'm, I'm impressed that you know Big Pun, <laughs> yeah. but then I'm like saddened when you're like, Big Pun said this? He's part of Young Money? <laughs> oh, no. Okay, it's going to get a little bit harder now. Oh, God. This is one of my favorite lines from a song. Kay. Ready? I'm going to try and say it how they say it. Okay. Okay, here we go. About to drop these bows like dusty roads, and then I yell, ho. You want me to repeat that? Not at all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it's either, it's someone from Outcast. So is it either uh, Andre, Andre Three? No. Andre An- 3000 or Big Boy? Andre. Ding. Yes. It's from their song, Southern Playlist at Cadillac Music. Nice. And it's actually one of, the, I think one of their first songs they ever put out when they were like 18 years old. Okay. Awesome song, really good lyrics, and I always just like that he's making a reference to, uh, WWF superstar Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, you ready for the next one? Okay. Okay, I'm going to say it like they do. Go. Very simple, uh, very short one. Shorty got a big old butt. Oh, yeah. You need me, me Missy to... Elliott. No, but it might be inspired by Missy Elliott. This is a, Shorty a... got a big old butt. Yeah. <laughs> she says that? Yeah. What song does she say it? Uh, Shorty got a big old butt. Yeah, the yeah. one I like in Step Up Two. Oh, um, uh, not Shake Your Pom Pom. Yeah. Okay, well, technically I you're like. right. You're right, <laughs> but for the one I was doing, yeah, this is a brand new song came out this year. Mm-hmm. Shorty got a big old butt. Oh yeah. Is it either Juicy Juice Juicy Juicy J mm-hmm. or Wale? Wale. You are correct. It's called Clappers by Wale featuring Juicy J. Sampling Missy Elliott. Yeah, and Nicki Minaj is on the song. I feel like they sampled. It's a really, it's a fun song about strippers because she's got a big old butt. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, this one, I'm going to try and wrap it. It's a little bit longer. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Till I need a nut, till I need to beat the guts, then it's beep, beep, then it's beep, beep, and I'm picking them up. Let him play with the dick in the truck. See, I love that you think that you reading it slower makes, is it, gonna, makes it better for me to understand. It basically goes, then it's <laughs> beep, beep, and then picking him up. Let him play with the dick in the truck. Is it either Nas or Jay-Z? Nas. Oh, we're oh, doing I didn't so. Think there'd be two Jay-Zs. Oh, well, the, the, other, the first Jay-Z was just a made-up one on the spot we oh, did. Okay. It's from his song, Big Pimpin'. Oh. Then it's beep beep and I'm picking them up. Let them play with the dick in the truck. No idea. Okay, you know big pimping though, right? <laughs> yeah, big pimping. Then been spending G's. We big, big pimping pimpin up in B A D. It's just that. Okay, if you can tell me what this means, I'll give you bonus points. This you is. You know I'm so horrible. At I know me. this is why it's funny. Okay. This is the chorus. It's just that Jigga man pimp C and B U N B. What is he? What is he saying right there? Let's break it down. What does he mean when he's, what does he mean when he says it's the Jigga Man? That's him, isn't yeah. he called Jigga Man? Jigga Man. So that's Jay Z. Yeah. It's just the Jigga Man Pimp C. Is that another rapper? That is another rapper. Okay. It's just that Jigga Man Pimp C and B U N B. B U N B. What does that spell? Bun B? Bun B. Who you you've we've talked about Bun B. He's a rapper. So Jay-Z, Pimp C, and, and Bun, Bun B. B. Pimp C and Bun B are f- part of the legendary group UGK. 
So Pimp C and Bun B are two members in a group called UGK. Okay. We've spoken about so, well, that. Well, maybe not. <laughs> anyway, she's just shouting them out. Oh, okay. And they're all they're on the song, so. I definitely thought BUMB stood for, like, bring, bring your own. Bring your own butts. I don't even know. Like, narcotics. <laughs> Bun B. He's, sadly, Pimp C's pa- passed away. So uh-huh. RIP to Pimp C. Yeah. And that BUMB. Okay, ready for the next rap lyrics? Sure. I have to, uh, the guy says his name in this, so I have to leave his name out. So I'm going to say blank for okay. his name. Ready? You've heard this song. Stop, drop, kaboom, baby, rub on your nipples. Some call me blank. Some call me Mr. Wiggles. <laughs> I'll give you a clue. Your sister-in-law loves this song. Is it ludicrous? Hey, there you go. Is it Holiday Inn? Holiday Inn, yes. Yeah, Beth does love that song. Stop, drop, kaboom, baby, rub on your nipples. <laughs> she Some... should have come with us to the Ludacris concert. Ah, damn it, she should have. We yeah. saw Ludacris for free. Yeah. Damn it. And I have one more. Mm-hmm. I'll give you a clue. It's one of my favorite rappers right now. Okay. Okay, this one's a little bit longer, too. I'm not going to be able to rap it like him because this is too crazy. Mm-hmm. You ready? I don't like your kind. Use a bougie hoe. All up in my face like a groupie hoe. Can't do one girl, need a group of hoes. She's a fool when she's on that pole. Wiz? No, we've already did Wiz, so it's either... No, we didn't. Oh, we didn't do Wiz. Sorry, we guessed. you guessed yeah. Wiz. Uh, okay, so first of all, I just love the fact that he called someone a bougie hoe. Yeah. Like anytime anyone brings in bougie and hoe together, yeah. fantastic. Is it either Gucci Mane yeah. or Waka Flocka Flame? Gucci. Oh, so close. Oh. Waka. Waka Flock of Flame from his song, Lurkin'. Oh, I hate that song. Me and my mans, we be lurking. See, you know what's weird, though? What's to that? my nephew, Benjamin, Yeah. I always say bougie. Oh, now, you do say bougie. So now I'm wondering if I get it from you, from this stupid song. <laughs> to be honest with you, I don't even know what bougie means. Neither do I. And I hope it's nothing weird, because I'm saying it to my bougie. nine-month-year-old nephew. Well, the fact that Waka Flock of Flame calls someone a bougie hoe. <laughs> I don't call Benjamin a, a bougie, bougie hoe. <laughs> Maybe we shouldn't call your nine-month nephew a bougie. Don't tell Brandon. I'll check out Urban Dictionary later on to see what bougie means. Ugh. I think bougie means like broke or like or like ghetto or something. Because bougie hoe is not a compliment. I'm going to stop saying this to my co- nephew now. Nephew bougie? Yeah. Well, although I do want I do want Benjamin to be like total hip-hop. I want him to be like a two-year-old kid with like skinny jeans and like a, a basketball jersey just... Going like, Shawty got a big old butt waving his hands Do around. People in skinny jeans wear basketball jerseys. Yeah, like um, a lot of the, like the the rappers say, wear skinny jeans and basketball jerseys. Boy, how times have changed. Anyway, I think that's how you play. I think that's how you play it. <laughs> who rapped that? Bougie. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, who rapped that? But where are my dogs at? Yo, who rapped that? But where are my dogs at? Now let's rap that. I was talking because then you were like, oh, now that we're rapping. Oh, yeah. I have like the worst short-term memory sometimes because I don't remember what the last qu- – I barely even remember what questions we've asked each other. <laughs> All I remember is the whole man on the moon controversy. <sighs> I said it right that time. Almost. Okay. I guess I'll just go pick one now. Pick one. Close Glory hog. Glory hog. <laughs> John Mallon podcast. Okay. This is one of mine. Ooh, this is a good one. What would you be doing right now if you never met me? Working. <laughs> but, no, no, no. But, I'd probably be drinking with Miranda, Alistair, Chris, and everyone. Well, I don't mean like right this second. Oh. I mean like, it, like, <laughs> well, I, I, actually, you know what? It's however you interpret it. I meant like, what would you be doing at this age? Like, would you still be, would you be living in this area? Would you have the same job? Like, 
Uh, like what are those things like? I don't I don't mean to be like oh, I'm the reason you have all your successes, but just like you never know, you might not be living at Young, on like I see where we live, but you might not be living in this area. Yeah. Um. But you could also be. What would you be doing right this second? I think I would still definitely be in this industry. Yeah. I don't know if I would be as. I I do think you've definitely contributed a lot to what I've been doing, and like even for going back to school and stuff like that. Um, I would like to think I'd be in some sort of relationship. It might not be a good one. But <laughs> Relationships. Yeah. Uh, so hopefully there was a plan when we were really young, and I'm talking like really young. You and Alistair? Me and Alistair getting married. If we weren't married by 28, we'd marry really? each other. 28? Well, when you're like 18, 28 seems like forever, like right in the yeah, future. Yeah, that's true. And so does like, I think we set this at like 21. We okay. were probably like drunk at drunk. the Maddie. Yeah. But I, I do distinctly remember being like, Alistair, if we're not married by the time, like I'm 28 because he's older than me. Yeah. I was like, we have to marry each other. <laughs> and stage a fake wedding and just like not say anything, get divorced and take all the presents. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Uh, if I would, if I never met you right this second, I would probably be hanging out with maybe Dan or Sean, mm -hmm. playing hockey and drinking beers or something, <laughs> eating a two for one pizza or something. Or, or it just in general, I would probably still be in the same area I live, still be in the same industry. Mm -hmm. But I definitely don't think I don't know. I definitely wouldn't be not necessarily as successful, but just maybe not as ambitious to take steps forward. Like you definitely push me to do things that are scary to do. Like uh, we were telling my parents, there's a chance I might be doing a course in LA over the next few months. Mm -hmm. Nothing set in stone, but there's something, there's an opportunity that might come up that I never to, to LA for maybe eight weeks or something. There was also when I went to Chicago a couple years ago, you really pushed me and I told you about this course and you're just really good at, if I'm ever on the fence about something, you're the one who pushes me to go do it, whether yeah. it's scary or, or not. Yeah. And so I, I don't think, cause I think for us too, it's like, I never think our relationship is in jeopardy no, or something. Not. So it's like I always want you to have the Don't most experience. Don't wean me out. <laughs> Don't wean me out. Um, I always want you to have like obviously the most experiences you can that yeah. nurse your future just because we can do that right now. Yeah. And you definitely – you like I, I've said in the podcast with Ashley, you always motivate me with how hard you work. So I like to think I'm a, I'm a pretty motivated, hardworking guy to begin with. But just mm -hmm. with you in my corner – I definitely work a lot harder and way more motivated to just be like, I want to be the best I can be because I want to like, <laughs> I want to just grow as like you're growing. So I think I would still be me, but maybe less successful or less worldly experiences probably. <laughs> and I definitely would have not have had Indian food yet. So <laughs> I can thank you for that. So you wouldn't have been at the Pakistani wedding this weekend? I, I definitely wouldn't have been at that Pakistani wedding. <laughs> Let's get a goodie. Okay. Ooh. My most embarrassing moment was blank, and this person, blank, witnessed it. This is one of your questions. Yeah. My most embarrassing moment was blank, and this... <laughs> was witnessed by blank. Okay, I don't know if this is the most embarrassing one, but it kind of suits how I'm feeling right now. This yeah. is a, a really weird one. Yeah. Uh, this goes back to high school. Okay, as most embarrassing stories do. I wasn't the stud that I am today. Oh, okay. I wasn't the cool, suave, sophisticated hipster that I am today. <laughs> Back in, in high school, you used to call me wide eyes because I was too... <laughs> I almost think I looked like an alien with like a really big head and like a skinny body and far apart eyes. You just... I did not recognize you in pictures. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I don't remember what grade I was in, but I was definitely in high school. So let's say maybe like grade 11. 
-hmm. And I remember I was in, I think it was like, it was science or history or something. And I remember being really sick, like kind of how I was this past week. Yeah. Really bad, stuffed up, runny nose. And so I remember uh, I had like a really sore throat and you know when your, your, your nose gets stuffed up and you blow it too much, it gets really red and just yeah. kind of hurts and this and that. Uh, so I was sitting uh, at the back of the class. Okay. And so no one could really see me because I was at the very back. And I yeah. remember being like really stuffed up and not with it. My head was all like, oh, whatever, in a daze. Mm -hmm. And my nose was so like red and irritated from blowing my nose so much. Yeah. I remember I like <laughs> – this is This is really embarrassing and, and gross and stupid. Yeah. I like – blew a snot rocket like into my 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 tissue like yeah and then my nose was so irritated that for whatever reason i don't know i wasn't thinking i took it and i like dabbed it on my nose <laughs> and just to make my nose feel like it was almost like uh vix like trying to like dab it to feel better and it's disgusting and i looked to my left and there was like a fairly popular girl who was just staring at me disgusted <laughs> And she had her mouth open. She started laughing at me, being like, what a loser. <laughs> and I was so embarrassed. That I'm just like, Christ. <laughs> so that might not be my most embarrassing one, but that's a really embarrassing one from high school. And at the fair. time, I was mortified. <laughs> what about you? I, I think I've told you this story, but actually, Miranda was the one who witnessed it. Yeah. So in high school, again, obviously, Yeah. Uh, grade 11, same, uh, drama class. Yeah. So... For whatever, we went to a Catholic high school, so we always had to wear uniforms. Hot. <laughs> so I was always in a kilt and a dress shirt, etc. Um, anyways, hold your Britney Spears, whatever. Just, oh, God. <laughs> Inside joke. Um, what you're going to call it. So it was cool because it was like, for whatever reason, we came out of something and I was wearing tearaway pants. Okay. Um, And now growing up, I wasn't informed. I didn't have an older sister. You know, my mom. Yeah. Wasn't, you know, liking that I was wearing tearaway pants. Yeah. If you're not, if you guys don't know what tearaway pants are, they're the pants that have all like. That tearaway? Yeah, that tearaway. They have all the buttons yeah. down the things like basketball player pants. So I was wearing these in my drama class. It was a boy I really, really liked. Miranda may have touched upon one of them okay. on the podcast last week. And he was in there and I was like talking to him. And then some guy came and Miranda was also came and but he didn't know I was wearing like shorts oh. underneath because most girls yeah. would wear like shorts, like some like boxer but shorts. But you were wearing pants though. Right? But yeah. they would wear like boxer oh shorts or something. So he ended up pulling my pants right off <sighs> and I was mortified because I wasn't – the guy who I liked wasn't yeah. standing like right beside me, but he was in the vicinity. Well, the fact that you're in public, someone ripped your pants off. Yeah. So Miranda's really smart because she's yeah. always – she's my trusted friend for yeah. this kind of stuff. She's like, Val, oh my god. And then – the smart person would run into like a hallway where it's like closed off and well, like a closet. I was gonna say the one shitty thing is they're, they're not you can't. It's not like someone pulled down your pants. You can pull them back no. up. They're tearaways, yeah. so you can't even easily oh, put no, them back are, on. Oh no, they are dangling. Like, uh, Twenty buttons on each side. Totally, like there's oh, no way of this happening. God. So instead of like like a smart person running into a closet or something, yeah. I chose to run out into the hallway. Oh no! Right, because my yearbook office was close <sighs> to there, and all I see is like like this guy who did it, he was so apologetic, but I've never been more terrified. Like it wasn't even the yeah. fact that I was like in my underwear with like a t-shirt or yeah. whatever. It was the fact that this guy was like potentially saw me oh. and so did the rest of the school in my underwear in that class. That's so crazy. Like, I don't even know, even, regardless of the, whether the guy knew you had tearaways or not, why would he even try and like rip your pants I off? I don't know. I went to a really funny school. He was like, like he was one of my friends too. Oh, clearly he was a good guy. He was just, 
depantsing you in front of. <laughs> that's uh, what we de- called it too. Depantsing. Depantsing. Well, I think that's. I think literally tear away pants or pants you tear away and depantsing is when you take pants <laughs> off somebody. <laughs> Your turn. Crazy. Ooh, it's my turn. Although I realized I did two in a row because I did the walk up music mm-hmm. and then I did the question after the rap. So do you want to go again? Because yeah. I did two in a row. What do we got? I think I got two and one. Oh, no. My favorite music lyric is... Oh, nice. Do you want me to go first? Because I feel like this is a tough one. So I have two. And uh, one of them... I'm not a guy who would ever get a tattoo. And I think a lot of times people get like tattoos of like lyrics can be cheesy. Mm -hmm. But if I was ever to get a tattoo of like lyrics, I would put it on my arm. Like the forearm inside part. And so uh, it's from Guster. Okay. My f- all-time favorite lyrics from my all-time favorite song by Guster. Mm-hmm. It's Elevator to the Moon, mm-hmm. whistling our favorite tune. Aw. I love that lyric. Yeah. Elevator to the Moon, whistling our favorite tune. Yeah. But my ev- other favorite lyric comes from Built to Spill. Okay. Another awesome indie band. And it's from a song called The Weather. Oh, yeah. And it's another cheesy line when I say it, but it just kind of... I listened to a lot when I first met you, and I always just loved the lyric, but it meant more mm-hmm. kind of knowing you. Mm-hmm. And the lyric is, as long as it's talking to you, talk of the weather will do. Oh. Which I think is kind of a cool, fun, fun cool. lyric. Yeah. Like so those are my, my two favorite lyrics. I likes it. I likes it. Is you, are you from like U2 or? I'm actually. Oh, can I say one other one? <laughs> if I liked Glory Hog. <laughs> Glory Hog. From you too. Can you call this podcast Glory, Glory Hog? Maybe. It only took 18 podcasts to recognize it, but I'm glad we're here. Glory Hog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. From a uh, U2 song, Sweetest Thing, mm-hmm. Blue Eyed Boy Meets a Brown Eyed Girl. Ooh. Which then again, I could say Brown Eyed Girl is another song I like, but either way. <laughs> um, there's a Beach Boy song. And it's not like my token, like "Don't worry, baby" or mm. "God only knows" or anything. It's a like more of a hidden song, okay. and I think I've told you about it. But the lyric is, "The touch of your skin when it's rosy and cold, um, it's so beautiful." Okay. And I think that's just like it's such a great winter cool. lyric. Um, I love that. I, I can't even think of what damn song it's from now, so that okay. is pointless. For whatever reason, also I'm really obsessed with songs that have like time. Mm-hmm. In him kind of thing, like days of the week or oh, yeah. whatnot. And so one of my favorite lyrics and growing up, my brothers listened to a ton of Beatles and like huge Beatles fanatic. I naturally became huge Beatles fanatic um, is the opening lyric to She's Leaving Home is Wednesday morning. It's five o'clock and the rain begins. Okay. There's just something so depressing and bittersweet about that song in general. But um, I just love the orchestration in it and I just find like that song is written more like poetry in a story versus a lot of other songs where it's like verse, chorus, verse, chorus kind of thing. It's just this is very much like a Bob Dylan, Adam Duritz, like Paul McCartney, John Lennon in their prime kind of thing. Cool. So, yeah. Actually, I have one more as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of my favorite ones by Jamiroquai. It's kind of like a random, but it has to kind of do with time as well. I just, I love it. I always sing it to myself. I think it's a cool lyric. Mm He says, I must have died and gone to heaven because it was a quarter past 11 on that Saturday in 1999. Oh, cool. Like, I feel like it's such a specific lyric to him and mm-hmm. such like a cool moment. Like it's just, it's something must have happened to him at that day, at that totally. time. It just makes me think like, oh, it's so cool. Yeah. And, and it just, I just love that lyric. I think it's really cool though. Like when you think about lyrics in that capacity, because then we always make playlists and it's always like 
certain ones like in December, I'll always listen to Ben's Full of Five Brick yeah. or like Long December Counting Crows or, and stuff. Or Winter Hymnals by exactly. uh, Fleet Foxes. Fleet Foxes. And then, or like on Mondays, I'm always like, Boomtown Rats. I don't like Mondays yeah. <laughs> kind of thing and listen to that. So I think those lyrics, like, they're always like spot on and they'll always be destined to be like some sort of commercial success in their own right. Definitely. So one of your questions. 28 is the new. What age terrifies you of turning? Yeah. Okay. So what age am I scared to turn? Yeah. No, no, no. So like yesterday, Beth yeah. was like, oh, Val, like, because she was saying like she's 40. Yeah. Um, And she's like, 40 is like the new whatever. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like 28. So it's like you're 28. Yeah. So it's like how old do you really feel? I feel oh, – so I'm 28. I feel I feel always just like – 25. Okay. I feel like 25 is a good age to feel because by then you're out of school. Mm -hmm. You've got your job. You're working mm -hmm. a career. You're still young enough that you can mm -hmm. work all day, go out at night, mm -hmm. and just – it's just still the time of your life. Like I'm still I – think, I think just whatever present time now, it's like the time of my life because we're doing the coolest things. Mm -hmm. But 25, I always like that number. Okay. I'm getting used to 28. What age terrifies Ten you now of turning? And God forbid if you say 30, I'll punch no, you. No, I, I, I'm not one of those people when it's like, oh, my God, I'm turning 30 or I'm turning 40. That terrifies me. Mm -hmm. I think I'd be more terrified to turn age, say, like 107 and be like, God, when am I going to die? <laughs> Why am I so old and decrepit that I'm still alive now? <laughs> Maybe you're, like, cryogenically frozen. Ooh, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I just I, – I don't – like there's no big one. Like thirty to me, I don't mm -hmm. need a big birthday. I don't care. It's not going to be like, oh my god, I'm not. I'm a. I can't have fun anymore because I'm thirty. It's just like, mm -hmm. oh, I I don't really care. Like every time I turn a new age, I'm like, oh god, I'm twenty nine now. Mm -hmm. But I get over it within like a week. Yeah. So I think I'd be more worried about being over a hundred years old and just like alive still. Okay. What about you? I think I'm perpetually, perpetually, perpetually thinking I'm twenty six. Yeah. For whatever reason, it's four years ago is when I met you. Yeah. Um. So maybe it was like just a great time in my life. Clearly um, it was. Yeah. But I think also like when we were at um, our friend Lori's house and it was all the girls and I was talking to our friend Maddie, who's like a bit younger than us. She was like, you're turning 30. And she thought I was 26 too. Wow. So I think it's also because we have so many friends who are like either like a couple years younger than us or like a couple years older than us and we're always smack in the middle. Mm -hmm. I'm always like, yeah, we can just like fiddle with this a little bit. So in real life, when I do turn 30, which I'm not saying when, no. um, yeah, in my mind, I will always be 26. And the good thing is too, we, we all look young. Like the great thing about you and I is yeah. both of our moms look, look amazing. Look amazing. So like we know we have good genes, so I don't... Even if we turn 30, 35, 40, I still feel like we'll look mm -hmm. good and great. Totally. The most fun I had as a kid was... Ooh. I think the most fun I had as a kid was when we had our neighborhood, there was an empty lot, mm -hmm. and we built a skating rink. Okay. Actually, this is right before Matt, because Matt ended up, his house was built on the skating rink oh, that we built, and then I hated jerk. him for like a year. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there was like one whole winter... When all the neighbors, my dad and all the other neighbors came together, they built this awesome skating rink yeah. on this empty lot, like two houses down from us. Okay. And every single day after school, everybody, all the neighborhood kids, all the dads, all the moms, mm -hmm. whoever it was, would go out and we would just skate and play hockey. Oh, fun. And that was just so much fun because, again, it was the age where I had no responsibilities. Yeah. 
So I, I'd, I'd just love that time. I love the time when you just were carefree. Yeah. You go to the movies. Your mom would give you 20 bucks for like a movie and snacks. And it's just like yeah. nothing matters. No responsibility. What about you? I think mine is like the exact same. Like growing up, um, the house that my parents have currently is the only house I've grown up in. And when I was younger, before like obviously like high school and like starting working and stuff like that, it was all kids and they were all very much like my age or a bit younger, or a bit older. Mm-hmm. So we always used to play like soccer, baseball on the street and like go hiking up like in the forest behind my parents' house or, you know, play cards, build forts and stuff like that. And the only time, like the only real concern I had was when the street lights would go on. Yeah. My parents were like, you have to come home. Right? Oh, no. um, but yeah, we would always go like biking and stuff. And it was just like, it's crazy because of Facebook now, it's like, one of the girls, Mary, who lived two houses down from me, she had like two younger sisters, Laura and Sally. Um, Mary and Laura are both now married. Mary has two yeah. kids. Wow. My other neighbor, Allison, she's engaged. She's getting married. Her two younger siblings, who I grew up running through sprinklers with, um, are like now in university. Like it's 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 weird like that. But I feel like if we all came back for like our street reunion, I'd be like, let's play soccer, baseball. I like that. So yeah. The other one I liked is just when you you would have sleepovers, mm-hmm. and you would just you'd sleep over, drink like six cream sodas, and just play video games till six in the morning. Uh-huh. Like it was the innocence before you were trying to sneak beers or yeah. you're talking about girls. It's just all you want to do is drink soda, eat yeah. nibs, and play video games. I don't know if I had any sleepovers. No, when I was younger, I did them like every weekend, yeah. pretty much. Whether it was like Andy Sinclair, yeah. what up, Andy in Winnipeg, or yeah. whoever it was. It's just I loved sleepovers, playing video games, drinking soda pop. Ah. Okay, and this leads us into another round of Was It Worth the Hassle? Okay, this is a very special Was It Worth the Hassle? Because this one, I can't give away Was It Worth the Hassle because i got to tell you and you got to tell me what you would do in my situation. But this happened last week. And basically, last week was a really busy week for us. We both... Worked every day, full hours. Yeah. And then we had, after work, a couple of different... We shot a, uh, this awesome band. They're called Adams and the... They're called Adam and the Volumes. Yep. And they're a really awesome, like, indie band here in Toronto. So we ended up filming them in their studio, filming them at the Horseshoe, and just, like, interviewing them and filming their performances. Yeah. Great band. Check them out on SoundCloud and Facebook, YouTube, Facebook. Awesome, awesome band. And... So anyways, there's just full days of work, and then we went straight from work to film these guys. So it was basically 18-hour days. Yeah. And so on the Wednesday, I woke up for whatever reason at 5.30 in the morning, mm-hmm. went into work for 7, worked till 3, went from work to go shoot with those guys mm-hmm. till about midnight. Yeah. Came home, went to sleep, woke up at like 7, went into work. Yeah. So I'm walking into work. This is the situation. After an 18-hour day, <laughs> after waking up at 5 in the morning. Yeah. And I'm just tired and frustrated and annoyed and I haven't woken up yet. And I'm walking and there's this area where there's like a lot of construction. So you know you're on the sidewalk and there's construction. They have like scaffolding scaffolding to like kind of block off the sidewalk. Yeah. So I'm walking through it. It's pretty big scaffolding. And I can see down the distance a man and his dog walking towards me. Okay. And if you guys Our have heard pet, pet peeves. peeves, I'm not a big yeah. animal fan to begin with. Yeah. And it looked like a rough man, looked like a rough dog. Okay. The dog looked like a rough version of the littlest hobo. I don't even know. You don't know the littlest hobo? No. Even you were talking about that yesterday. I kept nodding. Like I actually, I have no idea what you're talking about. You're Canadian, right? 
The li- yeah. <laughs> the hello. I was watching different strokes. <laughs> <laughs> the Littlest Hobo was a Canadian show about a dog that just went from – he was a hobo dog. That's why I always say hobo. The, that, I did not know that. I thought The Littlest Hobo was about a little boy. No, Littlest Hobo was a dog who went from town to town like saving or helping out people. He's not Lassie. Well, it was like an 80s Canadian version of Lassie. But he, he was a, a, literally a homeless dog, a hobo dog, the oh, littlest hobo. Okay. So he looked like a rough version of the littlest hobo. Okay. And the old the guy didn't – he wasn't a homeless person, but he just looked like a rough character. Okay. And I'm tired and I'm pissed off and they're walking towards me and I just knew. I just fucking knew that the dog was going to jump at me. Okay. So as I'm walking towards um, – the guy's getting close to me. I'm getting close to him. And as I walk past the guy, the dog jumps at me. So – Huh. Was it worth the hassle? What would you do in that situation? I think I would react, but I don't. I don't like if the guy looked rough. I'd probably be more like, um, like what the hell? Yeah. But like, say it to myself, kind mm-hmm. of thing, and then like walk off and just start swearing profusely. So what I did? Yeah. Because I was very tired, very annoyed, and I knew this was going to happen. Okay. And it happened just the way I saw it in my head. Yeah. I said this is the exact tone. Let me just blow my nose so I can say it properly. <laughs> The dog jumps at me. Mm-hmm. I have my big Beats by Dre headphones on. Jumps at me. I turn around. I point my finger at the guy and I say, hey, watch your dog. <laughs> I'll repeat that. Hey, watch your dog. <laughs> you can't see how intense John's face is right now either. That is oh. kind of glorious because you very rarely snap at people. I don't. I find that I get very frustrated walking around in situations. Oh, because Toronto's the worst. We've talking about this. Yeah. Toronto's the worst for walkers. But it's just, you know, when you know something bad's going to happen and it happens and you're tired and you're frustrated. Oh. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, control your dog. Oh, I'm, totally. I'm sick of people not controlling their dogs. Yeah. Because I know a lot of people love animals. But what happens if I'm allergic to a dog or I'm scared of a dog and you're just yeah. letting them jump at me? No, I think. I agree. I think that's insane. So I think that's my philosophy in life now. If anyone does something crazy, mm-hmm. hey, watch your dog. <laughs> and if he didn't look so rough, if he looked like a preppy boy, I would have said, hey, watch your fucking dog. <laughs> you just didn't know if he was going to shank you or not. Exactly. <laughs> and that's how you play Was It Worth the Hassle? <laughs> we only have a few more questions left, so I think we're going to bang out all 10 mm-hmm. questions. So I'm going to pick inside here. Yeah. What do we got? I think this is one of my questions because I folded it up tightly. Ooh, okay, yep. Go. I will never blank. Oh. You got one? Uh, I will never. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You want me to go first? I will never wear tearaway pants again. There you go. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. and I was thinking about one of my pet peeves as I would just finish your pet peeves episode. Okay. I will never be the girl who wears Lululemon black pants and says they're dress pants to work. Yeah. Right? That is my biggest pet peeve and I will never do that. You don't want to wear pants that say juicy on your ass? No. I don't even care if they say nothing on your ass. The fact that you think that you can wear like workout pants as camouflage dress pants annoys me to hell. Yeah, the other thing, now that we're on pet peeves, this one really quickly. We went to the Blue Jays game, and there's all these girls now who wear shirts that say, I heart BJs. Yeah. They mean I heart Blue Jays, but it's yeah. all these younger girls who wear these shirts that say, I heart BJs. Yeah. If I was a dad, I would be like, you are not wearing that. Seriously. But that's good. Okay, mine Go. will be, you're going to probably get mad at me. I will never admit to liking cheese. 
You're so So ridiculous. we pick another hat, another no. question. Hello, world. Hello, Africa, Winnipeg, etc. John Mallon loves cheese. The stupid thing is... I hate cheese. He eats grilled cheese, pizza, Grilled cheese and pizza are the only Philly exception. Cheese. Philly cheese doesn't look like cheese, um, though. It looks like... Sometimes in pasta, I put cheese. Um, so John eats cheese. It doesn't even have to be I camouflaged. Cheese. I hate bricks of cheese. I hate Swiss cheese. I hate grated cheese. I will not touch cheese. And yes, I like pizza and grilled cheese, but those are the exceptions. I hate cheese. I will never admit to it. And that's my final answer. You'll never admit to it? Never. <laughs> what you got? What you got? It's one of yours. Ooh. All the money in the world cannot buy. Uh, Don't say cliche happiness. I think... All the money in the world cannot buy people. We've learned from slavery, which is good. <laughs> no, I, I, it's much as a cliche. All the money in the world can't buy. It can't buy bringing back a memory. It can't buy bringing back, you know, how you felt at age sixteen because now you're forty years old and you're yeah. a little bit, your your back hurts or this or that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Money can't always buy happiness. It can help, but mm-hmm. also money cannot. Buy, um, can't buy Pluto. Oh, okay, because it's gone. It's not yeah. considered a planet anymore. I, don't know. I was hoping you'd have a better answer for this because all mine were cliche. So I was just curious to see what you would say about it. <laughs> oh no, I was I I once had this debate, not even a debate, this conversation with one of my friends, like in university, I think, and it was that I don't understand how capitalistic countries have all this money for like lottos and mm-hmm. like. Here, if you got a big grant, but then we can't give that money to like a third world nation to be like, here's the bare necessities you need to sustain life. Yeah. So it's kind of like all the money in the world cannot buy like mediocre sustainability for third world countries. Nice. I think for me, it almost just like this sounds like this is the other side of my brain. I know like podcasts are supposed to be funny and no, like, it's whatever. whatever, want, whatever but I think it, that stuff just frustrates the living hell out of me. And I'm saying that as I sit in my music room with a giant Mac and a piano behind me. But but you do a lot. You help people out and you no, I definitely you support try. And yeah, um, I, I that that paradox just baffles my mind because it's like if we live in this world and we just create money, yeah. right? Why can't we just create money <laughs> exactly. to help other people who are less privileged? Like I know you don't want to bust out and like, you know, yeah. change up democracies or whatever, but still. I dig it. Yeah. I smell ya. <laughs> right? Smell good. Smell good. Okay, so we only have a couple more. Let's see if we can bang these ones out. We got uh, four or five more. Here we go. This is one this is your first question, okay. number one. If you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, what would it be? If I had to eat one food for the rest of my life, what would it be? That's a great question. It would probably have to choose between French toast, steak, or pizza because <laughs> the three years before I met you when I lived on my own, those are all the things you all ate. I ate all week was French <laughs> toast, pizza, or steak. I think I would probably I go... I love that f- none of that is vegetable or fruit content. No, every once in a while, I'd make steak and have an apple. That's cut the oddest pairing ever. <laughs> <laughs> I would put like a baked potato in the oven, <laughs> poke holes in it. I think out of those three, mm-hmm. I'd I choose French toast because I like the process of making it. Mm-hmm. I like putting butter and syrup. I would die of a, like diabetes within a month. Oh, but, for sure. But that would be mine. Okay. What okay. about you? Um, I definitely love, and I'm so excited to go to... Now that we booked our trip to Washington, Holla. um, so excited about having like I love seafood. Yeah. So mussels, 
to rice. me are the best thing ever. And it's, if you got a great sauce, get me a damn loaf of bread. There's not enough bread you could give me to like <laughs> soak up that like muscle sauce. Ooh, yeah. Maybe it'd be cake bread for me. <laughs> Just cake bread. Just cake bread. Okay. I'd be 1,000 pounds. <laughs> Ooh, this is mine as well. Um, my question number three. <coughs> Ooh. At my funeral, I want the following song to play. <coughs> Wild for the Night by ASAP Rocky. <laughs> no. <coughs> What's up? That's a tough question. It's it's a good question, but it's also a bit of a morbid question. No. You go first. I feel like you have a song already. Yeah, I have two. Mm-hmm. Um, all things must pass. George Harrison, great song. Great. That sounds so morbid. Great funeral song. Yeah. Um, and then At My Most Beautiful by R.E.M. Okay. Yeah. For me, it depends if I want to make everybody cry. Because if I do, it's either Free Bird or God Only Knows. Yeah. And if I want people to, to really miss yeah. me. But if I want people to kind of just be like, just be sad, but also kind of have a bit of a smirk and be like, oh, okay, that's John. Yeah. It would be something by the darkness. Just something ridiculous <laughs> like Hazel Eyes. Oh. <laughs> or it's kind, of, it's kind of got that whole drum beat. Do, 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 do. So maybe just something more like my sense of humor. Okay. Because I think if if I were to plan out my own song at my funeral, I wouldn't want people to be sad. I'd want them to mm-hmm. kind of just just for a second laugh in like that sad time and just be like, oh, what a yeah. what a crazy guy. Okay, okay. Okay, we're down to the final four or five. I think you said that the last time. I did. <laughs> okay, this is your number two. Okay. My biggest fear would be – my biggest fear would be – Communism, I don't know, Nazis coming back. I feel like this this podcast became very political. It did. No, my biggest fear would be I don't really get I don't I don't know. Is it mine's gonna oh, sound so super Actually cool. no, you know what my biggest fear is? This yeah. happens every once in a while. Go. Is you'll be sleeping and I'll be watching Paranormal Witness, this really scary show. Yeah. And I'll have to walk into the, to the bedroom pitch black and we always I always turn on the fan when I go to bed. Yeah. I'll go to turn on the fan. It's the uh Plug. Plug. It's unplugged. Mm-hmm. So I have to go, and the plug is right by underneath where the bed is. Yeah. And in the pitch black, scared out of my mind, I have to try and find the plug, <laughs> find the outlet, yeah. turn on the fan, jump into bed before something grabs me and pulls me <laughs> under the bed. <laughs> so I think that's my biggest fear. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? That's so funny and terrifies me as well. Yeah. My biggest fear is anything to do with being stranded in water. Oh, that me too. I hate big bodies of water. Big bodies of water being stranded. And like, ha- if you guys haven't seen the trailer to Sharknado, you need to watch this. <laughs> Are you scared of a tornado of sharks? Yes. Um, this, <laughs> one, this movie looks amazing for, on every level. So definitely watch the trailer and then watch the movie on Space Network or Sci-Fi. Um, but that other movie, Shark Water, yeah. where that couple's like on the boat or whatever. Oh, yeah. And then they just get stri- left on the boat or something. And then stranded out in the water and this like things just start circling around them like that is beyond my biggest fear ever just like even like i just would die i wouldn't even struggle at that point yeah it's horrifying yeah oh i don't like i hate yeah i just hate the idea of being like stranded in water and then yeah big waves and stuff Uh, wasn't that mine no that was mine oh top four final four all right Question number eight. Ooh. If you could trade places with a friend or family or any family member, who would it be for a week? For a week. 
friend or family member. Let's see. Who do I like that has some cool stuff going on? <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I, uh, you know who I wouldn't mind trading? This goes back kind of in the past. Mm-hmm. I always talk about how I, I love the 70s, and I wish I was 20 years old in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I'd love to spend a week as my dad back in like the disco era when mm-hmm. he was my age, having like his old white jumpsuit with the big platform shoes, a big afro, just going to like real discos. Okay. I would love to experience that because as much as I listen to disco and dance and this and that, yeah, different time, different era, I would love to just witness that a week in the 70s as my dad going to the clubs, nice, rocking out, dancing to uh, Saturday Night Fever. Very cool. What about you? Um, so I, I had two, and they're, these are polar opposite okay. answers. Um, I would want to definitely be your friend Ferris. Okay. Right? Just to see how much this girl actually sleeps, because she does, like, do a Party lot. animal. Party animal. She works. She, like, shops, goes to, like, concerts, or not concerts, but, like, movies and events yeah. and stuff. So I definitely want to see how much, like, her Red Bull to Advil ratio is. <coughs> but then also, I would definitely want to change or trade places with my brother Carl because our two jobs could not be polar opposite. I was almost going to say Carl too, actually, to see how much he travels and how much he sleeps, to be honest. But it's also just because it's like, obviously in our industry, like my brother Carl is an economist. He works at, he's like a partner at a real estate advisory firm. Um, Tell me if I got that right. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, he's like the pinnacle of corporate and like our industry is obviously not the pinnacle of corporate. So to like the one time I went to go visit him at his office, it was like dead silent. And I went up to like his secretary or receptionist lady and I was like, Hey, how's it going? Blah, blah. And I swear to God, she looked as if like I was about to like steal her kidney or something like just nervous. And like, you're not supposed to be social. Right. (laughs) uh, So it would just be interesting to be like, take my personality, put it into like Carl's lifestyle and like, like that deal with that. Awesome. Here we go. Go. Ooh, okay, this is my uh, my question. Wait. Yep. I take my – I have a third answer. Okay, go for it. My third answer would be I would want to be Benjamin. Oh, yeah. Right? Because I would actually want to see Your how nephew. he is – Yeah, my nine-month-year-old nephew. I would actually want to see how he's interpreting all of us freaking so out around him. Your yourself, your your soul, your mind, your body, in his, your yeah. soul and your mind in his body. Totally. So you, you're not like a nine-month-old – Memory or, or no. mind? Okay, cool. Yeah, that's I would I wouldn't mind seeing that too to see like how a nine month year old yeah, actually is sees interpreting the world. all of us. That's a good one actually. Yeah. Okay, my question is, what talent do you wish you had? Oh, um, I wish I could. I definitely wish I could like skate and stuff, just because I think. I used to be able to skate, but then I broke my teeth playing faux hockey. Yeah. And then the fear is now like completely within me. Yeah. And then I once also got stuck at Nathan Phillips Square in the middle of the Ooh. thing while yeah, the Zambonis came out. Christ. And so I, I was so terrified to get back off, right? Yeah. So I think I would definitely want to be able to skate, but skate like really well, like professionally skate. Cool. Um. So yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Mine would be, I wish I could do really good impressions. Okay. I listen to Jay Moore's podcast, More Stories, and he does amazing impressions of uh, Tracy Morgan, <laughs> Harvey Cattell, yeah. just like he can do impressions of anybody. Nice. So I just wish I could do like a Tracy Morgan or a Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Or I just wish I could do celebrity impressions because I feel like 
when you do stuff like that, it just makes people laugh and people feel good. It's just like a really cool talent to have. Who would you want to do an impression of? Who would I want to do? Oh, that's a good question. Oh, like a, a Tracy Morgan or Morgan Freeman. He's a really good guy to have. Mm-hmm. Or I'd love to do like some, uh, some really, just a really tough one. I don't know. who's Who's got like a really unique voice that you never... I don't know. Like Richard Godfrey? Gilbert Godfrey? Gil- Oops. <laughs> Richard Godfrey? Yeah. At least you knew who I was talking about. Or even like, rest, uh, rest in peace, Tony Soprano. Like he's got, yeah. he's like one of these big fat dudes who had like a weird kind of, a weird uh, little man's voice. Mm-hmm. But I just wish I could do impressions. Okay. Go for it. Second last one. Nope. There's three in there. There's three. We just keep going and going. You keep folding. You're so small. What was the weirdest dream you remember having? Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell this one kind of quickly because we're we've been going on for this. But the weirdest dream I remember having is when I was a kid, probably about twelve years old. Mm-hmm. I had a dream where I was in my house. I was with my mom and my dad mm-hmm. and like my family, whatever. Mm-hmm. And this guy knocked on the door and he was just like, "Malin family, we have this urgent assignment for you." You have to go to the land of the little people, and you have to get back the diamond jewels. Okay. And so it was like this alternate universe where yeah. it was just me, my mom, and my two sisters. Yeah. We got in a hot. We got in a hot air balloon. Of course. And the hot air balloon took you to this magical land of like the little people. Is, were you watching The Wizard of Oz prior to this? I don't know. Right? Re- the, were you mayor of Munchkin? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I remember. So we go to this alternate universe. We go. Uh, long story short, we find the diamond jewels. We rescue them. We get them. Were they in Emerald City? <laughs> <laughs> and anyways, the little people are chasing us. <laughs> this was a horrifying dream. Listen to this part. They're chasing us. My mom and my sisters jump in the hot air balloon. The hot air balloon. This is the Wizard of Oz. Fuck. The hot <laughs> air balloon goes up. And the, basically, the way you go to an alternate world, the hot air balloon goes through a wall. Okay? Whatever yeah. reason. So they run. The hot air balloon goes. I jump onto it. And as it's going up, the little people drag me down. And so my mom and my sisters go through the wall back home. Yeah. And I'm stuck in the land of the little people all by myself. And they beat the shit out of me. And then I woke <laughs> up. That's not like Wizard of Oz. No. <laughs> it was horrifying dream. <laughs> I was stranded in this whole... It was basically, I was just in this world by myself. But ah. It was so weird. And I'm sorry. So are you scared of little people now? Same night, oddly enough, I fell back asleep. I got chased by a giant spider and I jumped into the water. And that was the, the uh, two dreams I remember the same night. You just have a sizest mentality. Yeah. <laughs> right? What about you? Um, this again involves me running away in high school. Okay. Um, so I had a dream that I was, for whatever reason, I did not like this guy. He was just one of my friends. But I had, the, you know, when you have like really intense dreams that seem very real. So, exactly like your Wizard of Oz dream, I assume. Yeah. Um, I had a dream that we were on this, like, we had a park near our high school, and it was, like, a wooden park, so everything was, like, very much birch-looking. Okay. It was very Ikea. And then me and this guy named Ricky, who... Hey, Ricky. One, Ricky. Um, one of my other friends, I will not name names, used to like, and I had this Lillian. dream. No. <laughs> no. Um, We were all friends, though, and... I had a dream that I ended up like making out with him. Ow, ow, and, and it was like ow. really intense. And I felt so guilty about it, but I also felt so nervous about it. So then in the morning, that 
the next day, mm-hmm. I saw him in school. Weird. And I was like, oh, my God. And I, like, ran away from him. Wow. Right? And Miranda's, again, Miranda, my, like, conscience and yeah. savior, was like, you know, he actually doesn't know you had that dream. Yeah, that's true. Him, right? And I was like, whoa. So, you yeah. so crazy. I, I always choose to just run away. Well, I... pantsed or made out <laughs> in fiction. Okay, for sure. Two more. Done. This is yours. The first time you kissed a boy slash girl, you... Yeah. <laughs> I did it wrong, I think. Really? <laughs> uh, I just remember attacking the face and just Was like... Was this me? No. <laughs> like... But I didn't get much better for my first kiss to my... Your, yours or mine first kiss. Yeah. Uh, I just remember it being really sloppy mm-hmm. and going in for a kiss. And it wasn't just like a peck. It was more of a makeout. Yeah. And I just remember uh, pretty much painting her face with my tongue. Ew. Maybe you're the cat. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it was just really gross and big. And I was just like, I knew it was bad and they knew it was bad. But <laughs> it was, yeah, it was pretty Was awful. there a second kiss? No, I don't even know what the person's name. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was memorable. Yeah. <laughs> my first kiss ended much like my deep pants. And oh, no. So dream. sad. No, I ran away. Oh. I didn't want it to happen. So I'm glad like, you didn't kiss him and he deep pants you. No. <laughs> no. Uh, this guy kissed me and I was definitely just like not into it yeah. kind of thing. So I chose to just run away. Oh, no. Into a car and like drive off. Oh, God. Yeah. Okay, and the very last questions, I'll let you do the honor. Dun, dun, dun. Before we answer, do you think it's your question or my question? My question. Okay. Is <laughs> and it? this is the most important question God. ever. Mint chocolate chip ice cream, nibs, oh. or pizza? You can only choose one. Fuck. For the rest my of life. your life. I might, you might as well ask me who my favorite child is or, you know. <laughs> Seeing as we have none. So. You know what? As much as I love nibs, as much as I love pizza, I will do anything to get that mint chocolate chip ice cream. I, I feel like mint chocolate ice cream, my addiction's the same as like someone with like a crack addiction. Yeah. Where it's like, yo, you got five bucks for mint chocolate chip or something. Why do they sound like that? I don't know. <laughs> is that what the littlest hobo sounds like? No, but that's like on the wire when the guys are like, crack fiends okay just like i'll suck your dick for a crack rock yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> but mint chocolate chip i i'd never ever wow, get tired right? as you can see as i get three tubs of ice cream of it yeah I, I can get tired of pizza i can get tired of nibs but mint chocolate ice cream never ever good to know how about you um so i don't like nibs no nope. and i love mint chocolate ice cream cake Ooh. yeah um, but I definitely prefer mint chocolate chip ice cream as I'm getting older. I find like the cake becomes too watery. <laughs> Wait, did, was the cake an option? Yeah. It was? Yeah. Oh, fuck. I choose the cake over the ice cream. <laughs> I, I zoned out as soon as I heard ice or ice, mint chocolate chip ice cream cake or yeah. just mint chocolate chip ice cream. Ice cream cake. Or mint chocolate chip yeah. ice cream? Yeah. Oh, or yeah. nibs or, or, pizza. or pizza. Oh, ice cream cake for sure. Okay. I I just I will buy an ice cream cake just because it's a Wednesday. Like I do not care. <laughs> ice cream cake, hundred percent. I love it because you get ice cream, you get chocolate 
fudgy, fudgy sauce. sauce. You sometimes get someone's name on it. <laughs> sometimes you get somebody else's name. So, you yeah. don't want to say it's you're not your birthday. Me and your brother love that. I feel like that would be his answer, answer too. I'm pretty sure Brandon's wedding cake was most likely a mint chocolate chip ice cream cake. And hey, if we ever get married, we're not having like those four-tier cakes. No. We're getting mint chocolate chip ice Bass cream cake. Robin ice cream cake. <laughs> Holla at you, boy. I think our parents would kill us. And I think that's a great place to end this podcast. <laughs> I think that was a lot of fun. Yeah, totally. I think those are some really good questions, some funny stuff, some introspective, some yeah. outside-the-box questions. Mm-hmm. We'll definitely have to do this one again. Maybe, you know what, write in and you guys send us your questions that you want us to answer, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about them on the podcast. Yeah. And that does it for the first round of, what was this one called? Uh, 10 questions to John and Val. 10 questions for John and Val. 10 questions to Val and John. Something like that. Yeah. Once again, I'd like to thank the multiple award winner herself, Val Gomez. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. And trust me, I know she's everybody's favorite. We'll have her back very soon. Now let's go get some food. I'm starving. And as always, if you make it this far into the podcast, I'd like to reward you with my band of the week. So this week's band of the week is the Avit Brothers. Now the Avit Brothers is an American folk, blues, grass, rock band made up of two brothers, Scott and Seth Avit, and then thrown in with a couple other band members. So they're awesome. They've been putting out music since 2000. And in those 13 years, they've put out seven full-length LPs, four EPs, and three live albums. So, I mean, that's basically some form of new music at least once a year. I'm really excited because they're one of my favorite bands. I kind of, one of my favorite new bands, actually. I discovered them last year. I think I was listening to the Joe Rogan podcast, and I knew I knew who they were. I just never really gave them a chance. And then they played a song on the podcast, and I really liked it. And I went back, listened to their current album, which at the time was called I and Love and You. And I fell in love with it. I just... I love the lyrics. I love the kind of twangy country uh, feel, but it's not overly country. And it just really blew me away that I went back and bought a couple of their albums. I downloaded some of their other albums, and they just make really awesome music. Simply put, that's all I'm going to say about that. And I'm excited because, like I said, they pretty much put out new music every year. They put out an awesome album last year called The Carpenter. And they actually have a new album coming out this fall, I think either September or October. And actually, the one thing about Avid Brothers is they're compared to Mumford & Sons. So if you like Mumford & Sons, I actually like Avid Brothers about 10 times more than Mumford & Sons. So check them out. If you like Mumford, you're most likely going to like Avid, and I think you'll like them even more. Some of the songs you should check out by the Avid Brothers are Live and Die, which is from their latest album, The Carpenter, I In Love and You, which is a really cool ballad, Murder in the City, Head Full of Doubt, Road Full of Promises, that's one song right there, two titles, and Distraction Number 74, which is one of the first songs I heard by them that I fell in love with, which is a really cool, kind of stripped down, acoustic-y, fast, rockin' song. But my song of the week by the band of the week is Laundry Room by the Avit Brothers. It's just a really beautiful, cool song with awesome lyrics, and I love all the instruments. I love it because it starts off slow, cool lyrics, and then the last minute turns into like a country jamboree jam band type of song. So if you like that, I'm going to play it right now. This is Laundry Room by the Avid Brothers. And always, there's many different ways to get in contact with the podcast. You can like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash live at 605. And from there, you can basically get all the other info. 
You'll get a link to my Twitter account. I'm twitter.com slash Malencamp. Just search for that at Malencamp. You can write me an email live at 605 at gmail.com or you can head to live at 605.podomatic.com to download the podcast, read some bio stuff, and just anything related to me or the podcast or Val or anyone else who's been on the show, it will be right there. So until next time, I'm your podcaster, John. Be easy. Tiptoe across the floor Keep your clothes on I've got all that I can take Teach me how to use The love that people say you your parents' car I just saw a shooting star We can wish upon it We won't share the wish we made But I can't keep no secrets I wish that you I dreamt the whole night long I woke with a head full of songs I spent the whole day I wrote them down but it's a shame time.